For days, I'd been searching Mexico's Sierra Madre for the phantom known as Caballo Blanco, the white horse. I'd finally arrived at the end of the trail, in the last place I expected to find him. Not deep in the wilderness he was said to haunt, but in the dim lobby of an old hotel on the edge of a dusty desert town. Si, el caballo está, the desk clerk said, nodding. Yes, the horse is here. For real? After hearing that I'd just missed him so many times in so many bizarre locations, I'd begun to suspect that Caballo Blanco was nothing more than a fairy tale, a local Loch Ness monstro dreamed up to spook the kids and fool gullible gringos. He's always back by five, the clerk added. It's like a ritual. I didn't know whether to hug her in relief or high-five her in triumph. I checked my watch. That meant I'd actually lay eyes on the ghost in less than... Hang on. But it's already after six. The clerk shrugged. Maybe he's gone away. I sagged into an ancient sofa. I was filthy, famished, and defeated. I was exhausted, and so were my leads. Some said Caballo Blanco was a fugitive. Others heard he was a boxer who'd run off to punish himself after beating a man to death in the ring. No one knew his name or age or where he was from. He was like some Old West gunslinger whose only traces were tall tales and a whiff of cigarillo smoke. Descriptions and sightings were all over the map. Villagers who lived impossible distances apart swore they'd seen him traveling on foot on the same day and described him on a scale that swung wildly from funny and simpatico to freaky and gigantic. But in all versions of the Caballo Blanco legend, certain basic details were always the same. He'd come to Mexico years ago and trekked deep into the wild, impenetrable Barrancas del Cobre, the Copper Canyons, to live among the Tarahumara, a near-mythical tribe of Stone Age super-athletes. The Tarahumara, pronounced Spanish style by swallowing the H, Tara-U-Mara, may be the healthiest and most serene people on earth and the greatest runners of all time. When it comes to ultra distances, nothing can beat a Tara-U-Mara runner. Not a racehorse, not a cheetah, not an Olympic marathoner. Very few outsiders have ever seen the Tara-U-Mara in action, but amazing stories of their superhuman toughness and tranquility have drifted out of the canyons for centuries. One explorer swore he saw a Tara-U-Mara catch a deer with his bare hands, chasing the bounding animal until it finally dropped dead from exhaustion, its hoofs falling off. Another adventurer spent ten hours climbing up and over a Copper Canyon mountain by mule, a Tarahumara runner made the same trip in 90 minutes. Try this, a Tarahumara woman once told an exhausted explorer who'd collapsed at the base of a mountain. She handed him a gourd full of a murky liquid. He swallowed a few gulps and was amazed to feel a new energy pulsing in his veins. He got to his feet and scaled the peak like an over-caffeinated Sherpa. The Tarahumara, the explorer would later report, also guarded the recipe to a special energy food that leaves them trim, powerful, and unstoppable. A few mouthfuls packed enough nutritional punch to let them run all day without rest. But whatever secrets the Tara Umara are hiding, 
they've hidden them well. To this day, the Tarahumara live in the side of cliffs higher than a hawk's nest, in a land few have ever seen. The Barrancas are a lost world in the most remote wilderness in North America, a sort of shore-bound Bermuda Triangle known for swallowing the misfits and desperados who stray inside. Lots of bad things can happen down there, and probably will. Survive the man-eating jaguars, deadly snakes, and blistering heat, and you've still got to deal with canyon fever, a potentially fatal freakout brought on by the Barrancas's desolate eeriness. The deeper you penetrate into the Barrancas, the more it feels like a crypt sliding shut around you. The walls tighten, shadows spread, phantom echoes whisper. Every route out seems to end in sheer rock. Lost prospectors would be gripped by such madness and despair they'd slash their own throats or hurl themselves off cliffs. Little surprise that few strangers have ever seen the Tarahumara's homeland, let alone the Tarahumara. But somehow the white horse had made his way to the depths of the Barrancas. And there, it said, he was adopted by the Tarahumara as a friend and kindred spirit, a ghost among ghosts. He'd certainly mastered two Tarahumara skills, invisibility and extraordinary endurance. Because even though he was spotted all over the canyons, no one seemed to know where he lived or when he might appear next. If anyone could translate the ancient secrets of the Tarahumara, I was told, it was this lone wanderer of the high Sierras. I'd become so obsessed with finding Caballo Blanco that as I dozed on the hotel sofa, I could even imagine the sound of his voice. Probably like Yogi Bear ordering burritos at Taco Bell, I mused. A guy like that, a wanderer who'd go anywhere but fit in nowhere, must live inside his own head and rarely hear his own voice. He'd make weird jokes and crack himself up. He'd have a booming laugh and atrocious Spanish. He'd be loud and chatty and... and... Wait. I was hearing him. My eyes popped open to see a dusty cadaver in a tattered straw hat bantering with a desk clerk. Trail dust streaked his gaunt face like fading war paint, and the shocks of sun-bleached hair sticking out from under the hat could have been trimmed with a hunting knife. He looked like a castaway on a desert island, even to the way he seemed hungry for conversation with the bored clerk. Caballo? I croaked. The cadaver turned, smiling, and I felt like an idiot. He didn't look wary. He looked confused, as any tourist would when confronted by a deranged man on a sofa suddenly hollering, Horse? This wasn't caballo. There was no caballo. The whole thing was a hoax, and I'd fallen for it. Then the cadaver spoke. You know me? Man! I exploded, scrambling to my feet. Am I glad to see you! The smile vanished. The cadaver's eyes darted toward the door, making it clear that in another second, he would as well.